into a spotlight on our real estate practice. Uh, and Ben Willis is going to um, talk to us about um, Brexit uh, impact on leases and frustration. So, Ben, over to you. Thank you, Susan. So, I'm going to briefly talk about the re recent decision in the case of Canary Wharf and the European Medicines Agency, which has been seen as a relief for the UK's property industry, and it confirms that the European Medicines Agency, the EMA, remains bound by the terms of its lease of offices at Canary Wharf in London, notwithstanding Brexit. So the case centres on the EMA's lease of a large office building at Canary Wharf, which were or its London headquarters, pursuant to a lease entered into in 2014, further to an agreement for lease entered into in 2011. Now, this lease, importantly, was for a term of 25 years and didn't, didn't contain any right for the EMA to terminate the lease early, and it doesn't expire until 2039. The current rent payable is £13 million a year, and the EMA has estimated that its total future liabilities under the lease, including rent, will amount to approximately £500 million. So, back in 2017, 2017, the EMA wrote to Canary Wharf informing them that if and when Brexit occurs, the EMA would be treating Brexit as an event of frustration of the EMA's lease. The result of which would be that as from 29th March 2019, the EMA will not need to comply with its obligations in the lease, including, importantly, the payment of rent. As a result, Canary Wharf sought a preemptive declaration from the court that Brexit does not frustrate the EMA's lease. Now, frustration is a legal principle of English law which can bring any contract, including a lease, to an end so that the parties are no longer bound to perform any future obligations under that contract. Now, although any contract can be frustrated after it has been formed, the circumstances in which frustration actually arises are pretty limited. And a frustrating event must be one which occurs after the contract in question has been entered into, is so fundamental as to strike at the root of the contract, and is entirely beyond what the parties could have reasonably contemplated at the time that they entered into the contract, and it's not due to the fault of either of the parties, and further, it has to make any further performance of the contract impossible, illegal, or radically different from that originally contemplated by the parties. As a result of these principles, not many contracts are held to be frustrated, and the parties will usually rely on carefully drafted force, force majeure provisions, which give parties rights to terminate on the occurrence of certain events, rather than relying on the legal principle of frustration. So in a complex and detailed judgment running to over 90 pages, the English High Court has found in favour of Canary Wharf that the lease was not frustrated by Brexit. Now, the judge did acknowledge, sensibly, that Brexit was a seismic event, and although Brexit could have been foreseeable in 2011 when the agreement for lease was originally entered into, it was only relevantly foreseeable for purposes of frustration rather later than 2011 that the UK would be withdrawing from the EU. However, the judge placed significant weight on the fact that when the lease was negotiated, the parties had clearly contemplated the EMA disposing of its interest in the lease before 2039, which is why the lease contained provisions for the EMA to assign the lease to another party or to sublet its offices. Therefore, the judge's view was that the parties had both considered the possibility of the EMA leaving London 
and the lease provided for this possibility. And it didn't matter that the parties may not have considered that the actual trigger event for the EMA leaving London would be the UK's withdrawal from the EU. In addition, the judge held that it would not be impossible as a matter of European or English law for the EMA to continue to hold the lease post-Brexit. And indeed, there was no legal requirement for it to leave the UK as an automatic consequence of Brexit. Therefore, Brexit was not a frustrating event. Now, in terms of the implications of this case, this case has attracted a significant amount of attention, particularly in the property industry. However, it's worth bearing in mind that the decision of the court turned on very specific facts of this case, including the very particular characteristics of the EMA as a European institution. Therefore, a decision in the EMA's favour would have been unlikely to result in all manner of commercial tenants successfully arguing that Brexit is a frustrating event, legally speaking. Of course, frustration applies to all contracts, not just leases. And although the decision was quite fact-sensitive, the principles set out in this decision will be of relevance and have some wider application to other contracts. That said, as I mentioned before, parties will often include detailed force majeure provisions which govern their rights to terminate on the happening of certain events. And the parties are much more likely to turn to these provisions rather than seek to argue that a contract has been frustrated. Now, just one final point. It is worth mentioning that since handing down judgment, last week the judge has granted the EMA permission to appeal to the English Court of Appeal. And when giving his reasons for granting permission to appeal, the judge considered that an appeal could have a real prospect of success. Therefore, this is not necessarily the end of the road for this case.